Sorry. Melvin? Oh, Melvin. Sorry, sorry. Oh, I'm so sorry. Oh, sorry. Sorry, sorry. Darren. Oh, I'm so sorry, Darren. Steve. Oh, Steve. Sorry. Sorry. Aren't they tricky, these shopping trolleys, eh? Anyway. Anyway, Peter came to Jesus and he said, what did he say? Oh, gosh. Peter came to Jesus and he said, I can't remember. How many times, how many times should I forgive my brother? How many times did he say? Seven. Well, I need someone. Who, who, who's up for a chocolate, Freddo? Come on in, James. Stand there with seven above your head. There we are. Seven. That seems a lot, doesn't it? Doesn't that seem a lot? And Jesus said, no, not seven. He said, yes. Well, okay, so come on then. I need a man with a cross. Seven times, what do we times seven by to get 70? Ten. Ten, is that right? Ten, come on then. Right, that's good. Okay, now that's 70, but we need to add a few, do we? Yeah. I need a, come on then, uh, Tabitha. Very good, there's an add. Very important, the add. Oh. What? Oh, I don't know. I, it's just the shopping trolleys are so difficult to handle. That's it. Hold that up for me, Tabitha. Seven times ten. That's that's seventy plus seven to make. Come on then, Bethany. Add the seven. Oh, your dad's going to have to hold you up so everyone can see that, isn't he? Very good. Right. Right. Seventy times ten times seven equals oh, equals seventy seven. Come on. Hold it up, hold it up. Right. Okay. With me. Seven times ten plus seven. Equals Is that enough? No. No. Maybe Jesus meant something different. Maybe Jesus meant... Oh, I'm going to have to work this out myself. Hang on. Bit of paper, bit of pen. Uh, right. Right. We need an equals. Who's an equals person? Equals. I need you to come up here. 7 times 10 equals, so I need a 7, oh, 7, I need an O person. There you are, O person, go and stand next to the 7 person, right? No, that's good. Oh, well, is Reuben, are you coming, Reuben? Oh, sorry, I didn't see Reuben. Come on, Reuben, come and be an O. Right, 7 times 10 
equals 70. Right? But then, I need you to hold that that way, sweetheart, because then it becomes a times 7, 70. Seven times. No, 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 that way. At a times. That's it. Very tricky one. It's the most important one. Times. Right, hold on. Hold on. You become an equals. Equals. Oh, no, I need another person for the equals. Are you coming, Caleb? Right. Could you sit down there for a moment? And you sit down there for a moment. Equals. Hold that above your head. That's it. David, come and be a 490 person. We need a big number for a big man. Is that right? Have I got that right? Seven, with me, seven equals, and then we... Oh, I need the seven. I knew I was missing something. Hold it up for me. Times seven... 490. That's a lot, isn't it? Forgiving people 490 times. Who hasn't got enough fingers for that? But maybe Jesus was saying something else altogether. Because what? No, you're cheating because you can see the back. Hold on. (laughs) See, the number for seven is the perfect number. And the number for 10 is the completely number. All right, so I need who are the perfectlies? Who are the perfectlies? And the number for seven is, yes, you're a perfectly. So go and stand up with the perfectlies. You're a perfect, so you stand here. Okay, and here. Are you perfectly? Oh, you're nothing. No, you're perfect. That's right. Come this way. Come this way for me, sweetheart. What have you got? You're a completely. You stand in the middle with all the completeness, and you're perfect too. So you come here, come here, right? Now, I need the timeses. So, that's it, times, times. Come here, times. No, I need you to go this way. No, no, I need Matthew right there. Hang on, what have you got? Yes, right, so. So now, what we've got is all the perfectlies, other way around, other way around, Stephen, yeah, all the perfectlies. Oh, no, you're this way. That's where you are. Right. All the perfectlies. Take your perfectly perfect forgiveness and you multiply it by the number for completeness, which is 10. And then you multiply, Tabitha, again by perfect. What Jesus is saying is make, make your forgiveness perfectly, completely perfect. Isn't that an amazing statement? Make your forgiveness perfectly, completely perfect. How extraordinary is that? That is Bible numbers, Bible sums. Right, if you lot would like... So put all your bits of paper down there and take a Freddo. Big round of applause for them. Because I want to say... That's what Jesus says we ought to be forgiving like. Because that's what God's forgiveness is like. Now, 
This is a week of crime. We remember a big crime this week. One of the children reminded me, what's the worst crime, Giles, you can think of? No, just the worst crime you can think of. Murder. Murder is the worst crime you can think of, yes? What's the worst crime you can think of? Well, no, no other crime. What about when your brother steals your chocolate? That's the worst crime, isn't it? Worst crimes. Who? Taxes? No, tax avoidance. Yes, worst crime. Worst crime. Worst crime. Murdering someone, okay, you can't think of anything worse than murdering someone. Torture, torture, those are terrible crimes. Killing someone, right. This week, one of the young people said to me, it's 9-11 today, do you remember that? I said, yes, I do. And for you young ones who only know it as, heard of it as a story, they flew aeroplanes into two big towers in New York and they both fell down. 3,000 people died in one day. And we saw it as it happened on the televisions, us who were old enough. And we thought there was not a worse crime in the whole world than that event. Let me tell you that there was a worse crime. The worst crime was when they killed the most perfectly innocent, perfect person in all the world. When Jesus died on the cross, he was nailed there by your sin. And mine. And he did that to forgive the whole world, the sins of the whole world. Now, the man in our story wanted to be forgiven, but he couldn't forgive. He couldn't forgive because forgiveness never reached his heart. Jesus says, Make your forgiveness perfectly, completely perfect. Because that is how he's forgiven you. Now, I need another volunteer. Where's my shopping trolley? <laughs> Where's my shopping trolley? I need another volunteer. Oh, I need someone different. Malcolm, come on, come on. Make your debut up the front here. Yeah, all my bits are falling out. Malcolm, come and stand here. You'll understand this. This is quite funny, isn't it? Right, yeah, 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 yeah. Right, isn't it funny until it becomes annoying? Yes, you're annoying. Yeah, I'm annoying. That's good language, you see. That's good language because forgiveness can't count, but also forgiveness confronts. We have words to stop people poking us with feather dusters, don't we, Malcolm? What are those words we might use? Well, that's one way of saying it. What else might you say? Stop it. Where's my blinky blonky? Yes, look, I've forgotten my doofus. Yes. Stop it. Anything else you might say? Please stop it. Please stop it. <laughs> when, when I was young, could you advance my uh, thing for me? When I was young, we used to say, my dad's bigger than your dad. <laughs> there was kind of a consequence for poking someone who's bigger than you with a feather duster. There we are. Look, forgiveness can't count, but it also says stop. <laughs> forgiveness, thank you, Malcolm. Thank you. Have a Freddo. <laughs> forgiveness confronts. Forgiveness does not say it's all right. It's okay. It doesn't matter. That is not forgiveness. Forgiveness says stop. 
What you are doing is hurting me. Stop. What you are doing is wrong. Stop. What you are doing is causing me pain. And if you do not stop, there will be bad consequences. And that happened, did it? Didn't it? In our story. In verses 23 to 24, there was a confrontation. They dragged the man in. They said, you owe all this money. You're going to jail, and so is your wife and your children, until you can pay the debt. That's what he said. There's a confrontation. He brought the man's sin, his debt, into the open. Forgiveness does that. It never says it doesn't matter. It says this is wrong. And if it goes on, bad things will happen. Well, the man pleaded. He said, what did he say? Joshua. (laughs) What did he say? What did the man say? Oh, Matthew. Said... No, we've done that bit. Later on, when he's been challenged and he's going to go to jail, he says, give me time and I will pay you all back. Well, let me tell you this. I can never pay back Malcolm for annoying him. There's nothing I can do that will make it up. These things cannot be paid back and made up. They can only be forgiven. Forgiveness confronts In order that, it places blame where it properly belongs and then it forgives. Now, the third thing about forgiveness is that it's conditional. Steph, Steph, come here, Steph. Blow up your balloon, your balloon. Very good, keep blowing, keep blowing, keep blowing. Keep blowing, keep blowing. I might need some help here. Keep blowing, keep blowing, keep blowing, keep blowing. Keep blowing. You see, Steph. It's very good. We'll go, we'll go with that. That's good, that's good. Lovely, lovely, lovely. See, there's a con- don't go away. There's a condition about forgiveness. There is a condition. If you want to be forgiven, there's a condition. So, Steph, take a deep breath and hold it. Right? Now. Right, okay. Put that in your mouth. Don't let it go. Oh, no, you've got to hold, take a deep breath first and hold it. That's it. Right, now, squeeze the air back into Steph. <laughs> I think we're going to need to lie down. Lie down here. I need some help. Squeeze the balloon. That's it. Right. Head down. That's it. Take a deep breath. Come on, everybody. Come and squeeze this balloon. We've got to get this air back into Steph. Come on. Come on. Squeeze the balloon back into Steph. Come on, Steph. Take some more air. Oh. Thank you. Hopeless. Hopeless. Thank you so much. If you, if you breathe in and do not breathe out, you cannot take another breath. And what will happen? You will die. Okay. Now, forgiveness, Jesus says, 
is like that. He finishes up with a man who refuses to forgive, locked in jail, gripped by his own hard-heartedness, tortured by his unforgiveness, dying and languishing in jail. And then Jesus says a shocking thing. He says, this is how my heavenly Father will treat you unless you forgive your brother. There's a condition to being forgiven by God. And that is that you are a forgiving person. God's love is freely given. But his forgiveness, ongoing forgiveness is conditional. Because if forgiveness hasn't touched your heart, you won't be able to forgive others. So we are in constant need of God's forgiveness. And so we need to be constantly forgiving. You see, Christians are the ones who have learned to breathe again. We breathe in God's unconditional love and we breathe in his forgiveness that we may breathe it out to others day by day.